So Oscar nominees have been announced, and, and you know I'm I know that uh, the award shows are not as big as they used to be, but I still get excited at least about uh, uh, this one. This one in Golden Globes, I'm about. You can't help Murphy because I'm excited. The Academy Awards normally, depending on the films and who's going to be there, is my yep. Super Bowl, and this year, oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, um, it's big. As Scorsese would say, it's real cinema this year. <laughs> Yeah, right. exactly. So the films that are expected to dominate with the most nominations and all that good stuff. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is a Quentin Tarantino film. Uh, I'm Rick Dalton. Three hours long. It's my long. pleasure, and Mr. Schwartz. Oh, I really want to see it, but I haven't been able to carve out three hours. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, also, the, the thing Irish is, you man, know that that's good with the two leads. It's you know? true. Um, uh, the parrot. Uh, Parasite is expected to be big. 1917, which won the Golden Globe for Best Picture, and it's also nominated for Best Picture. It's just a, and, and it's just star-studded. Yeah. As Murphy once said, Hollywood royalty will be there. Yeah. <laughs> right? They really all will be. The coolest, to me, category, like when they do these announcements, I'm going to do them for you right now. You ready? Okay. Best Supporting Actor. No, Actor in a Supporting okay, Role. Okay, I'm sorry. Excuse me. For Actor in a Supporting Role. You yeah, could help me. There you go. See, I could do the announcement and you could correct me. It would be like a bit. Um, Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Mm, okay. Makes sense, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes. That's ginormous. I mean, he's he's won for Hannibal. Did he win for Hannibal Lecter? And Jonathan Price is also nominated as the other Pope. The other Pope. <laughs> okay. Um, Al Pacino for The Irishman for Best Supporting Actor. That's huge. Joe Pesci for The Irishman. Hey, my friend. I got that kid I was talking to you about here. That's a scary table. And the fact that those two are competing against each other for this? Uh, What's it to them? Pacino's got a few. Um, And also in that category, though, Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And he it's the year of Brad Pitt because he's won... In, be- in the best support- supporting category up until this point. Yeah. And they say that's it's, that's how people are voting. That's how people are voting. So, so wow. I wonder if the tables will turn in favor of the Irishman this time because they were completely shut out at the Golden Globes. Remember? Yeah, they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Marty's used to that, though. I don't think he cares. Yeah. But they'll all be there to be a big deal. Yeah. Um, and they're going hostless again, remember? Mm-hmm. I think it, it was really entertaining the way they did that last time. So looking ahead to that. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Uh, getting personal, Sam. Yeah. We're going to make you an offer. I can't refuse. An offer of true friendship next. And you can call us, you can text us, you can inbox us, you know, 877-310-4MSJ or on our Facebook page or Instagram. Tomorrow's a big day for Sam. A day he's been anticipating for quite a while, at least since New Year's Eve. Oh, Tomorrow's the day. I have no idea what you're talking about. I know. His birthday is September the 2nd, and, well, we're all about that every year. Yeah. Okay. Tomorrow, you get your pen out. I don't know that. Oh. Oh. I heard you telling our friend Scotty that you get your pen out. It's time to get your pen out of your foot Mm. from your surgery already? It's two weeks. I go in for my first appointment. Oh, I heard you saying that that's the pen removal day. I I don't think the pen removal is still six weeks. Oh, okay. But the good news is I think... There may be a boot issue. Maybe I can take the boot off finally. Doubtful. <sighs> I'm betting you you can't take the boot off. Or maybe you relax in your with foot. the boot off and then put it back on to walk around in. Maybe. Well, they're going to have to wrap that toe pretty well because... Yeah, good luck. Got a pin mm-hmm. sticking out of it. Here's yeah. the deal. Regardless of it being tomorrow or six, four more weeks from now. Yeah. I want I want to offer you something because I know how anxious you are about the pin coming out. You're nervous about the pin. You're scared of that. La, la, la. Well, you know, oh. yeah, haha, ha, it's funny, but since I was first told this, you're going to do that, you know, uh-huh. you can do this surgery, the only thing I ever I heard from the doctor was pin. 
Oh, no. I'm not making light of it. I are understand you, that's how you feel. Are you used to the pen now? <laughs> as long as it doesn't move. Yeah, as long as it's not yanked yeah, from my I, skin. But, I mean, are you more comfortable with it? Do you feel, are you still I, just as uptight as you were when they first put it in? Yeah, because uh. I know it's coming. I, I'm not, I, the oh, surgery didn't God. bother me. It's just from hearing from you, Murphy, on your <laughs> finger, and Jody on her foot, having the pin pulled out and the, trick, the, the tricks they deal. play to pull them out. But I didn't feel a thing. I, it doesn't matter. Okay, 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 okay. Here's the offer. It's coming. Here's the offer. Murphy and I, or Murphy or I... Will pull it out for me? We'll go with you. <laughs> oh, no, I'm You good. don't want a friend to go with no, you? No, I'm a big boy. I can handle that. Really? You haven't acted like a big boy about it? <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong you. with letting a friend... My Uncle Terry went with me. Murphy was in a meeting, of course, when I had my pin pulled out and my uncle terry went with me and it was lovely to have him there he Mm -mm. distracted me made jokes or prop your foot up right now i'll help you out sam has music news (laughs) uh big surprise collaboration coming for the grammys later this month and i'm gonna blow the surprise and tell you who it is next Sam's got music news. I'm going to spoil a big surprise that's coming for the Grammys, but before I get to that, uh, they've announced another big performer this year, and this is really big because last year she pulled out of the Grammys over a little dispute okay. not being able to perform her song, Ariana Grande. And otherwise, she's usually on tour, too, so she doesn't get a chance to perform. But I can't she, remember why she was asked not to She come. wanted to perform a song. And the they wanted... producer said, no, we want you to do this song. So she says, okay, I'm bye, I'm gone. Right. Uh, Billy well, Eilish, they reserve the rights, their show. Lizzo, Blake Shelton, Gwen Stefani all performing. Also, Aerosmith is performing. The word is now that they are going to do, uh, they're doing a medley. We know yeah. that. Yeah. The word is that they are going to bring out Run DMC and do Walk <gasps> This Way. That collaboration means so much to me. I have to see that again. That is one of those music videos I know. that I just yeah. go back. You can watch it over and over again because it just pumps you Steven up. Steven Tyler busting through the wall. It yeah. was a huge deal for music to me, for yeah. those two to come together and be like, oh, yeah. this can happen. Bring it. And that one's coming up quick. CBS, January 26th. And don't forget, Alicia Keys will be our Grammy host Yay. this year. So good. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. All right, coming up next, we're going to dig into our Facebook page. Some questions there, including... Um, Rachel wants to know how you and I, Murphy, do something that we do at home. Okay. We love connecting with you on Facebook and Instagram, so hit us up there for any questions anytime. You can also call 877-310-4MSJ. That's hey, right. I got one for you, and this one uh, comes from uh, Facebook, from Rachel. It's from Murphy and Jody, you two, okay. as the proud parents of a uh, number of dogs. Uh, it says, uh, we adopted a puppy over the weekend, rehomed her from a Facebook friend. She's so sweet and cute, but I had a total meltdown last night realizing how challenging it's going to be to fit her into our busy lives. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Rachel has three kids, 14, 12, and 10. Ooh. And they're so busy in sports and activities. My husband and I both work. How do you balance it all? Oh, my God. First of all, with a dog and a family and work mm-hmm. and sports, you have to really want it. Like, it, it, you have to really want it. We are so in love with having dogs that we make it work, even when yeah. it's crazy. Rachel, one thing, we we don't do puppies, for one, though. That's the only thing. In my, mm-hmm. our, the girls don't forgive us for that. They always want puppies. Yeah, we just but, don't have enough time to be able to, to train up. We want to make sure that we can give care. And then, look, everybody's situation is different. We just don't have the time to start from scratch for training. Although, what's and, funny is that I really do feel like our pack would accept a puppy, and it would be the cutest thing ever. Right. Well, <laughs> to me, you know, having a pack 
Um, the reason a pack works works great is kind of like the feeder tray on a on a copy machine. <laughs> you, know, you put one in and you put one right behind it. It goes and it goes and it goes. They do follow and, and our, each and our other. dogs do follow. You know, I mean, e- each other around. Yeah. But to me, the most important thing is the entire family has to be on the same page for what we do and what we don't do. We don't feed from the table. You know, right. uh, the, you know, right after they eat, they need to go outside. Everybody shares the responsibilities in making sure yeah. that they're taken care of. If you've got three kids, Rachel, that's the thing. Everybody needs to have a job. You have to be on the same page, like Murphy said, because he's right. Um, I like the fact that it all sounds like it's all scheduled. Like you have it this, is. Than this, it than is. this, than this. They are all about routine. I cannot put on my tennis shoes to go do anything without them assuming, oh, yeah. mom's putting on her walk me shoes. I mean, I, know, I, the I dogs sneak, or the girls? I have to sneak those out, the, like out of the house if I'm going to wear them somewhere else because, yeah. yeah. Here's the big victory for me at night now with all three dogs, even with Layla, our newest, is right. when I say it's potty time, which is the last thing we do at night, they immediately go outside, all three do what they need to do, and we are done in 90 seconds. Wow. And they come right back in and get in their beds. It's crazy how They know they what the words yeah. potty time mean. Be, be in a routine, Rachel, and thank you for reaching out anytime. Facebook or Instagram. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. So I was traveling this past weekend and there was a crazy thing that I learned about the plane that I was on. <laughs> and Sam, I think Jody knows this about me, but uh, you know, it's, you've flown with me before. Oh yeah, I've flown with you and Jody. Lot. What really stands out uh, about me to you when I fly? Uh, you different. got a big bag of junk. <laughs> well, uh, there's so many lots things. Lots of stuff. You're uh, we, have to get to, that. we have to get to the airport two hours in okay. advance. Well, okay, so... All right, but what is my fascination? I guess he oh, the jets. Yeah, the aircraft themselves, right? You I tell like... us what the jet is before we get near it. Yeah, and I had an experience. I have never had this ever. I think I'm one of the 50 luckiest people to fly in a long time because this just never happened to me before. And <laughs> I always like to know the model of the plane. That's probably from my dad. My dad brought us up that way. He always pointed up in the sky and said, "You know what that is? That's a 737 or whatever." And so we learned yeah. as kids. And was... you know what happens when you say those things to me and Jody? We yeah. just keep walking. <laughs> uh-huh. So, That's great. Is there a movie on this yeah. plane? Does it fly? All right, we're good. So I get on a connecting flight, and when I walk in, I'm like, I start smelling. I'm like, this ha- this is the new car smell. And I'm like, mm. hey, did somebody spray something in here? But I start looking around. It's like, is this a brand new plane? I mean, is this like, is this the first, am I the wow. first person to fly on this connecting flight? That is cool. And See, so, I would have thought that was cool because to me, a newer plane, safer. Well, yes, that's true. <laughs> that's so, what I feel like. Uh, <laughs> or a newer plane, they haven't broken it in yet. So I get okay, in I and I Google it and I pull it up on the on the, this website, the flight aware site that I use, <laughs> and guess what it says? <laughs> I looked up the tail number. Right aware. Yeah. I looked up the tail number, and it says age of, of plane, brand new. Man. <laughs> December 20th, 2019. So this plane's only wow. been in the air for like three weeks. Wow. I've never been on a brand new plane, and it smells like a new car. That's and awesome. So, what was it like? Was uh, it like super duper clean? It was comfortable. The LED was like, oh yeah, awesome clean. Wow. And you know, LED lighting, and the seats were a little bit more comfortable because they hadn't been sat on forever. <laughs> but the I only thing that, that was- funky so smell. We, we, and we start to back out of the gate and they push and we kind of sit and we're waiting in the tarmac for a minute and the pilot comes on and he says folks we're just going to be waiting here for just a minute we're having a maintenance issue no (laughs) what and that's when you marched up right excuse me (laughs) Uh, is this covered by the new plane warranty guys there's a new thing coming in the world of harry potter and it's not a new book and it's not a new movie But there is the first ever 
official Harry Potter store. The flagship location will be in New York City, and it's coming. It's coming this summer. Opening this summer. Is it like all the souvenirs? Twenty thousand and- square feet of the largest wow. collection of Harry Potter and Fantastic Beast products in the world. So where is it going to be? Times Square? It is it going to be? Says, um, the iconic Flatiron Building on 23rd and 5th oh, Avenue. 5th okay. Ave. Okay. That's what. Flatiron Building is that little, yeah. that one looks like a triangle. I know it. That's uh, yeah. cool. I think we have a picture near that one. You know what? That's an appropriate building for that to be in, don't you think? <laughs> yes. It's odd. It's off. It's yeah. That's cool. The thing about it, though, as you know, I'm a Potter person. I'm a Potter fan. And I know that producer- Potterhead. Okay, Potterhead. I know that you are too, Producer Bailey. You appreciate it at yeah, least. Yeah. As some of the best- uh, you know, st- storytelling Literature. I've ever read. Like, I remember the moment when a, a certain secret was revealed in one of those books yeah. where I was like, what? I, like, for years I had thought something that turned out to be very different. And I remember being shaken that whole day. You know, I think it's <gasps> sweet that 20 years later you're not going to give a spoiler. That's of course good, not. Jody. Absolutely. For all the <clears throat> children who haven't read Harry Potter yet. But. I don't need floors and I ca- twenty thousand square feet of merch. The, the, <laughs> the fact that it's that it's so rare to find something cool, yeah. like a chocolate frog at a checkout. I like that. But if you were there, you would—you've got to see it once. Yeah, I guess. it's gonna yeah. be magical. I kind of wonder if this means the more stores will pop up because when you say flagship store in New York City, that means more are coming. Well, Possibly, they, yeah. They also have the one at Universal in Florida. Oh, of course. But I mean, you can get a wand there. I've never been there. All that kind of stuff. You can go so put each, the sorting hat on and yeah. stuff like that. Are they going to have everything divvied up into houses too? Of course, probably. Hmm. So anyway, it opens this summer in New York City, New York City largest, and probably um, J.K. Rowling will be there for the grand opening. Yeah. I would expect it to be a big deal. Expect to hear about it in a few months. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. All right, are we harder on the first child, on the firstborn? I want to hear from you two firstborns. Yeah, true. We both <laughs> on are. On the way about that. Also, um, Elton John keeps a very big secret. Tell you about that next. Come hang out with us later today. We're going to do another Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast. Sam, have you finished reading the um, Elton John book called Me? No, I have not. Ugh. I started reading it, and it's hysterical. Oh, which it copy? is. Are, which, He's are, funny. Are you reading the one I gave you for Christmas, Jody, or the one that Sam was supposed to lend you? I haven't. I'm reading the one you gave me. Okay, I just didn't know. Because we're you... wasteful, apparently. We're, we're rocking the same books, and we <clears> should <throat> be sharing. I believe in sharing books, but... What I get from the book <laughs> is... No hype. Elton's just telling a story. Uh-huh, it's and it's nice. not like you got to look at me because you're not going to believe this. It's right. just, this happened to me. This was my you know, life. And that's cool because Elton has such the reputation for being over the top. In yeah. fact, that's really what he's made his career about. Yeah. To have something that's a piece of you know literature that's just the story is kind of cool. If you've never read people's autobiographies, you know, because you think, eh, I can hear about them on the radio or whatever. It's, it's very different to hear them tell their own life story in their mm-hmm. own voice. Mm-hmm. You know, I read autobiographies, and I really learned something by reading Ozzy's, Ozzy Osbourne. I wasn't even a fan of his, and I read that, and I was like, at the end of it, and I feel like it's going to be the same thing with Elton. Plus, you can understand what Ozzy's saying when he writes it out. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. you don't hear the voice in your head. (laughs) Anyway, did you hear this um, rumor? You know, everything that's going on with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, them separating from the royal family, attempting to separate from the royal family. Do you realize how close Prince Harry and Elton John have been? 
In fact, William and Harry have been close to Elton John yeah, after their mom. mother passed away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Elton John and Princess Diana were dear friends, and he was really there for them. That He's been like a parental figure for them. Mm-hmm. Not that they don't have a dad. They have Prince Charles. Yeah. But um, he's become... He, he's become a maternal, paternal type figure to them as they've grown up. And apparently, um, Elton John knew months ago that they were going to separate. Apparently, Harry confided in Elton about it. Wow. So this has been in the work. That's a rumor. Yeah, because... Uh, I, I can believe it. I, I know one of the things last week was is all of a sudden, it, you know, Megan wants to do all this, but apparently they've been no. talking about this for a while. Right. Huh. They could have been talking about this since they were engaged True. before the wedding. Although they did take advantage of a very royal wedding. <laughs> I just want to say that. <laughs> so I guess when they reprint this book, that'll be the additional chapter, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then I met with Harry. Yeah. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. All right, firstborns in the house. I want to hear from you. Are parents really harder on firstborns? Because Mm. I'm feeling that a little bit, feeling a little guilt about it. Coming up next. I asked the question the other day on our social media, and boy, I really got some, we got some, it was just great, the responses. The question was, are we really harder as parents? Are we harder on the firstborn? Mm. And if so, Why? And I asked that question because I was having an especially hard day with our firstborn, Murphy, Taylor. And I felt like I was being harder on her. And yet, I couldn't stop myself. You know, we were having one of those days. All is well. We are fine. You know, but, and I won't get into the specifics of it for her sake. You mean harder on her just with the firmness of the way you were speaking? Yes. What are you you saying to me? What are you doing? Why are you doing this sort of a thing? And I kind of stepped back. I've learned to do that. It's like, we can talk about this later. Maybe it'd be better to talk about it later. But as I was thinking about it, am I being harder on her than I would on our youngest? So both of you are our firstborns. Yes. Were your parents harder on First you? First and bestborn, yes. Way Stop to go, Sam. Stop playing those games and answer. <laughs> do you think that your parents were harder on you? Yeah. I think my parents were harder on me. And I think as a parent, I was harder on Sammy than yeah. all my other kids. Yes. It's because... I guess as a parent, you're doing it for the first time. Yes. So every you're little overly... nitpicky detail you're worried about. Yeah. Right. You realize later on, I don't really have to worry about that. Or <laughs> right. we can address this later. Or, okay. You know. I think that's exactly why the, the reputation exists for the firstborn, you know, being the, you know, the most expected of. Absolutely. That's what happened in, in my house. And does it shape you, you think? Um, yeah, where it comes from is a good place because you're the firstborn. I think it's the protectedness and it's mm-hmm. the first experience for the mom or you know or dad. Yeah, and that's what winds up. Happening. Oh my gosh, I can't mess this up. Right, I, I would like to think that I've mellowed some because I do think that early on I was mm-hmm. tougher. Yes, you know, on Taylor being the firstborn, it's but true. I've I, I have a, a, adjusted as time has gone on. Right, but you know you don't intentionally try to treat any of your kids differently. But, but they think, are different people. Yeah, once you're accustomed to an experience, then, you know, you tend to dial it back a notch. I have to say this, Amanda, we had a lot of great responses to that question. She said, yes, we're harder on the first one. You're harder on the one that's most like yourself. Yeah, that's And when she said for, that, yeah. I just, it took my breath away because that, I feel, is true. So... Can we talk about this more in the After the Show podcast? Absolutely. Okay, good, because I got some stuff to say. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Jennifer Lopez was snubbed by the Academy yesterday, but does she even care? Let's tell you about it coming up next. 
Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Yesterday, the Academy announced their nominations for the upcoming Academy Awards in Hollywood. We were talking mm-hmm. about earlier, uh, you know, like the Irishman and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood being the ones to dominate. But actually, by the numbers, Joker scored the most nominations. My mother wow. always tells me. Eleven nods. Best picture, director, and actor, and many more. Um, so there's that. And How did it do at the Golden Globes? Did they, did he it? won an award because we know about that crazy speech. Yeah. You know, when when he wins an award and he walks up, he's not to be trusted. With, yeah. What are you going to do here? Keep your hand you know, on the button. All of the execs, rather, I should say. It's not that he's not to be trusted. All the execs get really nervous mm-hmm. when he steps up. Anyway, uh, the other thing to talk and tell you about is the... Um, the snubs. Uh, Jennifer Lopez fans are super upset about her snub. These Wall Street guys. Her hustlers. From the movie Hustlers. Well, she earned a Golden Globe nomination, a SAG, and a Critics' Choice nomination for this, but no Oscar nomination. And my thought is... I never thought she was that person. Maybe she wants an Oscar badly, yeah. but she, I, she, you know, I don't think of that for Jennifer Lopez. Also, Adam Sandler was snubbed for his yeah, work in Uncut Gems. Too. He seems okay with it. He tweeted, "Bad news, sad Sandman gets no love from the Academy. Good news, Sandman can stop wearing suits." <laughs> Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. I want to hear from you on your parent fails. You know, harder on the first child, Teresa. Coming to you next. Eight seven seven. Three one zero four MSJ. We do want to hear about your parenting mistakes or fails or whatever you call them. 877-310-4MSJ because we were touching on the fact that sometimes you're harder on the oldest firstborn and you don't even know why. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we'll touch on that a little bit more in the after the show podcast today. But 877-310-4MSJ to join us. Teresa, you got one of those? Okay, when my daughter was about 10 years old, Mm -hmm. uh, we were in a parking lot and she was carrying several water bottles. Mm -hmm. Uh, She dropped one, stepped on it, twisted Mm -hmm. her foot a little bit, Mm -hmm. said ouch, and cried around. Yeah. And so I said, you know, suck it up, move on. Right. (laughs) And so, um, as any good parent would do. Mm -hmm. And um, this this went on for about a month. Uh, She would cry, oh, my foot hurts. And I always thought that it was at, you know, inopportune times, like when it was time to wash dishes or something like that. (laughs) Uh, She would cry about her foot. So. We played the game for about a month, and then finally mm. I said, you know what, I'll just take you to the doctor because I don't want to hear about this anymore. So right. we go in, and she had a broken bone in her foot. Mm. Oh, mom. Um, oh. So, yeah, so she went a whole month like that. Um, yeah. The good news is they put a cast on it, and she figured out how she could do cartwheels with the cast on. So she learned to do really amazing oh. cartwheels because she had that oh nice, goodness. heavy <laughs> fulcrum, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Not the point. Yeah, not the point of a cast. <laughs> Must have been some hard water. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How old is she now? Or just a hard boss. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me? How old is she now? Uh, 25. <laughs> oh, okay. Does she bring it up? And or is she it... reminds me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it healed up fine. And she reminds me regularly. Remember that time you made me have a broken foot for a month, Mom? Yeah. <laughs> Look, there is no parenting without mistakes. We are human, too. My kids Absolutely. are my first and only kids. Yeah, yeah make so some you mistakes. know what? You, you raise them up and yeah. they'll survive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Teresa. Appreciate the call. Man, that would be hard. That would be a broken bone. That would make me feel bad, too. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. In many ways. 877-310-4675. Anytime you want to join the conversation. Three things to know today. Are you ready? First, I want to start with something 
odd and silly that's been created. Coming up Saturday is National Use Your Gift Card Day. Oh, so all the ones you get for Christmas, go yeah. out and use them? It's launching Saturday just to remind consumers, if you received a gift card, use it. Because what happens in retail in our world, our country, we lose $3 billion a oh. year because they go unused. That's weird because I wouldn't think you'd have to tell people to remind them to Me use it. Me either. I, I don't know if I have any left. I think it's a situation <laughs> where you use it right away. Yeah. Like, oh, I can't wait. Or you forget and it's in your wallet and you go, oh, yeah. Is, can you tell me, can I still use this? And you go with your fingers crossed. So Saturday is National Use Your Gift Card Day. Spend it. All right, last night, College National Championship. Clemson Tigers not able to defend their uh, nope. championship from last year. Um, LSU winning 42-25. to 25. And bringing that up, you know the Super Bowl is right around the corner mm-hmm. on February 2nd. And we don't still know who's going to perform the national anthem at the Super Bowl. But yeah, last right. night... At the um, national championship game in New Orleans, Lauren Daigle performed the national anthem, mm-hmm. and oh my goodness. And the rocket's red the bombs bursting in It was perfect. It was goosebumpy. Yeah. I thought Adele was singing again. (laughs) She's our country's Adele, right? (laughs) Lauren Daigle performing the national anthem last night at the national championship game. And that's three to no today. Call us anytime. uh, Text us anytime. Inbox us anytime. Facebook, uh, Instagram, and of course, 877-310-4MSJ. So I, I had to travel, and, and I, Jody, I hadn't, oh, this was over the weekend, and I, I haven't even told Jody this story yet. So Sam, you'll be hearing it, you know, also. Oh. I had something creep me out as I was walking back to my hotel room, oh. and I was not expecting this. So, um, so I'm having a great conversation with, uh, you know, one of our coworkers, and this is down in a meeting room and then yeah. I leave the meeting room and there's a, you know everybody's kind of scattering at that point some people are going to go to the restaurant and the set and the other and I decided that I was going to go up well the elevator was too crowded so they let us take the service elevator oh so me and the person I was speaking oh. with you know who I mean I don't really know that well but I'm acquainted with we get in the service ele- elevator and we ride up and we wind up getting off at the same floor together and we kind of had a laugh about that oh the same <laughs> floor you know this is great so anyway, we get out of the elevator, and I keep walking down the hall. And I'm like, "Okay, is he following me, or oh, what's no. going on here?" And my hotel room was all the way at the end of the hall. Uh huh. And and so and I walked all the way to the end of the hall, and he came with me <laughs> all the way to the end of the hall. That would creep me out. <laughs> Did you keep turning around like? Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. Until I finally heard him say, you know, hey, our rooms are right next to each other. Oh. And he was in the room right behind me. Did he say it like that? Because that's creepy. <laughs> well, that was fine. At least at that oh. point, I'm like, okay, well, at least I know you've got a place to stay up here. And, you know, okay. you know I, Ooh, it was yeah. either that or I'm thinking, is he, is he on the wrong floor? Is he confusing his room with another floor or something? I love But it's this. weird. You know, that feeling of where you think somebody's following yeah. you. And I know better because this is just somebody who I like a lot and know. But you it should was, trust your gut on those feelings. If there's something off to you about a situation especially when you're out of your comfort zone and you're traveling. I'm super hyper aware of that sort of thing. When I shop, I had that happen the other night. I was in a big bookstore with Phoebe and had Mm. this dude, he kept looking at me. um, Really? I didn't know about this. (laughs) Oh, you saw me? I don't don't think it was like that, but we kept going into the same sections 
and I and I just felt off about it. So I, then I became hyper alert about it. Good, about I'm glad him, you did, especially considering general. I was out of town probably with that same time. Yeah, we were both having a anyway. Was it because he noticed you, or did you? I never, have no uh, idea. But I mean, I was glad when when he when he actually left. Yeah, left. Good. But yes, be hyper aware, and that's odd and strange. At least he's a he was an acquaintance, huh, Murph? Yeah, he was. So did y'all have connecting doors too? <laughs> no, they were not adjoining rooms. Good question, Sam. So last week we had a mouse in the house. <laughs> oh, Dr. Sue's here. Yeah. And um, it was in the, my laundry room, and we all tried to find him and get him, and he slipped out of a tiny little hole. And um, But what's funny, and then, what, a few days later we found him in the dog food. Um, he container, was, which, by the way, is a plastic sealed container. I still well, it I'm, opens I'm guess, up when we feed the dogs, right? So. And so it must have been that very moment, and he had to have climbed the bricks or something like that because uh, yeah. there's no way for him to get out of that. He he tried getting out when we were looking down in there, which was kind of entertaining to watch. It was so funny. <laughs> I told Phoebe, I don't want him near me. I don't want him touching me. But he is kind of cute. They are. His little I, you know, ears were so cute. I had one as a kid that got trapped in a garbage can in my room. Yeah. And it woke me up in the middle of the night because you could hear the jumping. Yeah. And you're looking and, and it's like, hi, help me. Sir, help ah. me. And I had no problem looking at him in the container. It didn't bother me. It was the surprise factor the other night of not seeing him. It's weird. It's funny. You're how, on high alert yeah. for a while. Like, I don't think I will. I just blazingly walk into the laundry room right yeah. now. I always tiptoe in there now. Well, I think I know how he's right. getting in. Yeah, so I went to the hardware store and I was looking for something I could stick in the hole that you know he couldn't chew through. And I, you know, and I've heard the steel wool thing, yeah, here, yeah. which yeah. is more like. But I, all I could see were the Brillo pads, which have soap on them. I'm like, nah, I'm not going to use that. So I found Why? something else. Not. It's a, it's a stainless steel pot scrubber. I'm like, that may work. That's cool. <laughs> and at the front label says Scotch Bright for pots and pans and this, that, and the other. Mice. Yeah. No, it just says pots and pans. It just says pots and pans. And so I bring it to the uh, the cash register. I'm all ready to check out. I didn't say anything other than, you know, hey to the cashier. And the first thing she says to me is, getting rid of some critters, huh? <laughs> she knew. <laughs> yes, how do you know? It's, oh, <laughs> what, I might be cleaning some pots and pans. She's but, probably worked there yes, forever. Right. She knows what people are buying <laughs> right. stuff well, for. And that, that being the case, does she have any other recommendations? Like, you really uh, ought to try. No. She just, well, you know, she just told me, good luck. We, he's gone. We don't need to put like glue traps out because he. What we're trying to do is keep him from coming back in. I, I know, but where there's one mouse. Oh well, okay, that is what she said. Is that yeah. true? Yeah, there can't be just one. Biologically wait, speaking, I thought the one. Wait, I thought the one was brought to us because of the dog food and where it was. Nah, they're everywhere. Okay, you've changed my day now. Ah. <laughs> Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody, I want to go back to what you were saying about being harder on the first child as a parent. Apparently Mm. we are. But take it from the kid's perspective. As the first child, is it harder? Mm. We were talking about earlier, Jody, about um, parenting, parents being harder on the first child. Is it true that they're harder on the first child? Yeah, I wanted to hear from everybody about it, and we certainly did hear from you on our Facebook page. Sam and I are both firstborns. You're the baby of your family, I am the baby. Yeah. The fun baby. <laughs> I felt like it, it was it was probably harder on me, but I also think, and I guess to flip that, I think mm-hmm. as the first child, you do carry extra responsibility and yes. more pressure. Because I think of you know of my five kids. Mm-hmm. Sammy's the oldest is at thirty, and even today, I think if I have to go to one of the kids, right. For something, it's going to be to Sammy. Right. Because he's going to be the natural leader, you mean? Or yeah, the, and yeah. I feel like with me and my brother, I mean, there's only two of us, but I right. feel like if my mom has an issue, she'll come to me first before him. And it's nothing against him. I just feel like it's 
I wonder just, why we that, do that. We're just human. We're first of all, kids listening, all parents are only human yeah. and they're learning how to parent while being a parent. It could yeah. be because you don't they're tied, learn until you're doing it. They, they're tied together maybe. They put the pressure on you as the firstborn, so therefore you assume I gotta carry the mantle. If somebody did a survey on that, I would wonder how many um, Firstborn. firstborns are type A personality. Yeah. You know? CFOs. Well, and... yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Oh, I bet there is because something like that. I, I can tell you, you know, for me growing up, and I and I look, my mother was a very firm mom. And uh, but but there there's so many great things that I think I am today because of that. Mm-hmm. You know what sure. I mean? Responsibility and taking ownership. I mean, all of those things that I was <laughs> that was pressured on me at that time are really things that have turned out to be good things for me because yeah. I've had situations I've had to think myself right. through and not wait for somebody else to make a decision for me. You know, It's interesting. You don't want to generalize any situation because there are situations where firstborns are not that type A person with all that. Maybe, maybe the pressure was almost too much. Maybe yeah. it's like an either or thing, but... You hate to generalize, but surely I don't mean to expect more from our oldest. I don't mean to. In fact, I've always tried to be aware of the fact that she's still a kid, even though she's older. Don't push her to be older than she is Mm -hmm. because she is still a kid. It is her childhood. I think the older they get to, the closer you know that they are to moving out. You're just even more protective because you want to make sure that they're set up for success. (laughs) Start acting sweet to a mom. (laughs) (laughs) Don't go. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You know, the Super Bowl is coming up February 2nd in Miami. February 2nd is fast. Everything's coming quicker this That's year. It's Groundhog seems. Day, It would too. seem. Exactly. Uh, Jennifer Lopez is, aunt, along with Shakira, said to be the halftime mm-hmm. show. Jennifer recently feeling that Oscar snub yesterday, but. She's got other things to do. You know, she has a lot of things to do. The other part of su- the Super Bowl entertainment that has not been announced yet that's super important is who will sing the national anthem yeah they usually they usually have somebody do god bless america and then somebody do the anthem but hello uh lauren daigle did the national anthem last night at the college national championship game and it was beautiful i would say almost perfect no word, lyric mess up, mm-hmm. and the vocals were on and live and Beautiful perfect. Voice. Something to think about. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Sam always finds the new eats. He's the food dude. Now, the one thing we know about M&M's and Pringles and Oreos is they sure make a lot of flavors. Yes, and thank you for bringing and in some. Doesn't everybody, everybody makes bazillion flavors now you yep. can't have Welcome just one america. america they got two new ones to start off the new year with oreo coconut caramel and chocolate marshmallow i can't find a chocolate marshmallow with coconut caramels out i brought a, ba- a bag of them or whatever oh. what, what, what you do you don't think? like them i don't they just they don't do anything they're me. not um overly flavorful they're very mild so it's hard yeah. to go wow the thing i don't, it's, I don't taste saying? the coconut in it isn't it that though at the end of the day it's an oreo yeah right it's, it's not bad no it's right. just not I know you wanted it, Sam, to taste like a Samoa. I thought maybe it would be Samoa-y. You know what you need well, to do? Go, go buy, buy Samoa. Samoa. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, I mean, Girl Scout cookies are up for sale yeah, right now. true. Uh, Cheetos coming out with two new popcorns this year, cheddar popcorn and also flame and hot popcorn. Yeah, which is already huh. at some places, like well, our, where, where our daughter works. Uh, yeah, but this, our oldest, they have Cheetos popcorn. Yeah, they have Cheetos popcorn, but it, is it flaming hot or is the Cheetos inside it flaming hot? Yeah, see, the flaming hot Cheetos are the only things that are flaming hot. The other is the regular. Right, the oil uh, is the. Gotcha. I thought the oil was flaming hot. No, oh, well, okay. doesn't matter because uh, Cheetos is bringing it's pop pure 
flaming hot popcorn in a bag. Okay. Or cheddar in a bag this that year. Sounds good to me. <laughs> uh, also, look for George Lopez is making his own salsa. He's going to be selling that in grocery stores nationwide. Got it. Two different versions, okay. a regular and then the habanero pineapple mango. So you get the hot and, um, and you get a little sweet. sweet too. It's going to have to be good. You know yeah. why? No, it's he. I hope he brings his A game because there's already so much good salsa. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's gonna the salsa have aisle to is really one of those rock. aisles where you can I know go nuts on it, uh, and also Taco Bell is bringing back nacho fries by the end of this month. You know they come and they go and they come and they go. They're coming back this month, and according to them, there is a quote unquote all new flavor innovation. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what that does. You All can right. drive through and tell us about that. Thank you, food right. dude. Uh, pass me another caramel coconut Oreo. <laughs> Guys, I know a little something about what Dwayne Johnson may be doing next. The Rock. Mm-hmm. We got sucked into Jumanji, and we've become mm-hmm. the avatars we chose. So that um, means- not just the big screen, but going back to the little screen TV. There's a show that's going to NBC soon called Young Rock. Okay. And it's his show. It's his life, basically, oh. told in a sitcom form. Eleven episodes. They've already approved them all about him, Young Rock, as he's a, you know, a kid, teenager, all the way through his wrestling career. An aspiring wrestler. Yeah. Yeah, and he's got oh. quite a story to tell. And he's, of course, Ooh. you know, advising on scripts and things like that. And the word <laughs> is he will make an appearance. But who's he going to be? Who knows? Maybe a coach or something like that. Do they have any big names yet that are, you know, a kid that's playing The Rock? They or? don't have names. I don't see names released yet, yeah. but it's called Young Rock. Right. It's his story. He's going to be pushing it. And if it's funny, it'll do well. My 14 year old Parker, one of the twins, asked me the most bizarre thing the other day. He was looking at my phone using it uh, to, to register for something, and he mm-hmm. goes, Oh, Brett is your brother? And I was like, yeah, Parker. What? That's why we call him Uncle Brett. Yeah. <laughs> and, and when he says his prayers, he says Uncle Brett, Uncle Chris, Uncle Steve, which are his mom's brothers. Yeah. So it's Wait, like, you so say was he this, just doing that out of habit and didn't know who he was saying thank you or, that's, or yeah, praying for? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, mm. Uncle Brett is my brother. You didn't know that? He goes, well, I, I guess I should have known that, but I just never... Put well, that that's honest. I mean, maybe he obviously he knows who Uncle Brett is. He yeah. just didn't make the Wait. connection part. I, yeah. <laughs> when we were growing up, we had an uncle well, yeah. that I was thought was a family member yeah. until I was like eight years old. I thought he was family because we called him Uncle. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uncle Manuel. Yeah, I have an and aunt and uncle like that. That yeah. I've always wondered what's the relation because I know we have a small family and they're not in it. And what you branch found out are they later, on? You yeah. found out later they were just friends. Just friends. Yeah. Well, well, you know, when Uncle John passed away in our family, that's when I found out he wasn't an uncle. <laughs> he was a friend of my grandfather's. Okay. Wow. I don't know that that's a thing anymore, though. Like, people used to do that. Our parents did that to that's us. That's kind of an old school it's thing, uncle yeah. Aunt. Right. We don't do that. We're well, like, Mr. Brett, Miss Jody, well, you I know. Well, I am Uncle Sam for uh, Jackson's other sister with his mom. That's kind of cool. Right, that's a fun story. Yeah. <laughs> And we appreciate you making us our, uh, your first choice at work. Coming up later today, we invite you to come be a part of the Murphy, Sam, and Jody After the Show podcast. Yeah, you're going to find out why uh, first children are the best children. Okay, that's not what it is. Speaking for yourself, it's there, not what we're for me and you, Murphy. <laughs> you know, Jody, no, not being. Why we are, as parents, harder on the first chil- firstborns. Yeah. yeah. That's coming up after the show.